T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk to... Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. to a.m. It's the most wonderful time of the year again. Sports, sports, and more sports to talk. Oh my, the NFL free agency frenzy. The new league year is upon us. March Madness starts. The bracket is set. The World Baseball Classic. It's well underway. Maybe not exactly how you expected. Spring training's been going on. Guys are getting hurt while other guys are rising, trying to make the show maybe we'll talk about that i don't know jose quintana may not pitch until the all-star break anthony volpe and jason dominguez are not gonna get their clock started they won't be on the opening day roster check the nhl standings look at the devils go they're in a tie for points with the first place carolina hurricanes after shutting them out at home last night wish i could have been there it's my wife's birthday, so I didn't go to Prudential Center last night. But thanks for joining us. Keith McPherson on the fan until 12. I might want to talk about the Nets winning five out of six, being in fifth place right over the New York Knicks, who ended their losing streak by getting a win in L.A. Alan Hahn reported that Aaron Rodgers attended last night's game at the Staples Center, now known as Crypto.com Arena. Well, if Aaron Rodgers was there, who talked to him? Right now, folks, we are still in this holding pattern. But I will say that today became more real than any of these other days, these last 60 days, it seems, of Aaron Rodgers' watch. Seems like today is the day. But I was offline from 4 o'clock to 6.30. No, no, it's not confirmed yet. No news, really. We've had... Some tweets, we've had some celebrations, but I'm waiting on Shefty to give us some details. I'm waiting on somebody actually to say it's done. It's not done until it's done, but I think today Jets fans took a deep breath because finally it feels like he's yours. This is a franchise-changing move. 
Aaron Rodgers is different, though. Aaron Rodgers always seems to think outside the box, have an agenda. And after what Mark Murphy had to say last week, I feel like he's trying to stick it to the Packers. Maybe not stick it to the Jets, but whatever. As the NFL free agency started at 12 o'clock, there's been a bunch of signings. I would guess 20 to 30 guys have signed, switched teams, and there's movement. Teams are getting better. Teams are getting worse. I am enjoying watching them disband the Eagles. We will uh, talk about the Eagles losing a few different players and how I think their run is done. But right now, we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to emerge. We're waiting on concrete evidence that says he is going to be traded to your New York Jets. But I just get the feeling that this guy loves all of this. I get the feeling that this guy is either sitting back, watching all of this, delaying this news and laughing, enjoying all of the talk here in New York, all of the talk on the television shows. I feel like here at New York at WFAN, we're saying it's done, done deal. We're celebrating. But nationally, at least from when I was watching a little bit of ESPN and NFL Network, they're not ready to say it's done. They were almost kind of panicking. Wait, what? Who? Who confirmed this? Schefter's in the background trying to get somebody on the phone. NFL Network, they're saying, oh, it's not concrete yet. Well, last Monday I did a five-hour show. And when I got home, I see the tweet at uh, 1230 and I'm listening to Salicata. Trey Wingo was the first one to report on anything that like gave us a feeling that this was real. If you remember my show last week or anything I said prior to, I just felt like this was, you know, giving uh, left at the altar vibes that Jets fans were obsessing over Aaron Rodgers and it wasn't reciprocated. But last week, when Trey Wingo was the first to report that, hey, they have been talking, that was the first little bit that made you say, okay, this is going down. This is real. At least we know they're speaking. Fast forward a week later, Trey Wingo is the first to report at 2.52 today. On Twitter, he says, hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between the, between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. Now, I don't know if he's uh, in on the inner circle. I don't know who he knows. But if you believe Trey Wingo wouldn't risk his credibility as I do. I've had Trey on a few times. I have his number. I'm not going to ask him to join. I'm not even going to text him because I feel like he's under a little bit of a spotlight right now because this has to get done. This has to go through. You see Jets like Garrett Wilson celebrating on Twitter. He's on vacation saying he can enjoy his vacation now. Sauce Gardner put out that whole video last week burning the cheese head, begging Aaron Rodgers to come this way. He's happy. Brees Hall saying we manifested this. It has to go down. And maybe it happens tonight. It could be minutes away. It could be hours away. Or it could be days away. How long can they actually drag this out? We'll talk about it. It can't go on forever. There are some important dates to note. But Jets fans, call me up. I feel for you. I have a lot of friends that are Jets fans that have been every single day waiting for this to happen. And even when I was on Friday, we thought it could get announced. The weekend goes by, nothing. And now on this first day of NFL free agency where you're finding out who's going where, who's being signed, who's getting their money, who's requesting a trade. But where is the concrete evidence that Aaron Rodgers is all in, right? That's all we heard all weekend was that Aaron Rodgers just has to give the yes, the okay, that the Jets know and the Packers know what the deal would be, but we just need to know if Aaron Rodgers is down. 
Is he down? I think he's down. We saw the clip of Brandon Marshall talking to him, and he said it won't be long. Well, it's starting to get long. It's starting to take some time now. I don't know what the wait is for. 877-337-6666. I know what the wait is for. This guy likes to play games. He's different, and he wants everybody talking about him and waiting on him, and he may want to do it on his own terms. I don't know if his own terms are publicly on Pat McAfee. I don't know if his own terms are on his own Twitter account, but you're holding people hostage. You're holding fans hostage on both sides, Green Bay and right here in New York for the Jets. You're holding players hostage that want to sign and might want to join you on the Jets or uh, might want to go to the Packers but don't know if you're going to be there or not. I feel like that's not right. I feel like that's not fair to your brothers in the NFL and all of these people waiting on you. We need an answer. Uh, we, we need an answer fast. But, yeah, other than that, folks, I will fill in the blanks around all of the Aaron Rodgers calls and speculation. I feel like at this point we're past the, the, the speculation. It's it's a done deal. We'll talk more about what could potentially be holding this up, what could happen if this goes south. But I really don't even want to talk too far deep into it going south. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. It makes sense for both sides. We're just waiting on Aaron Rodgers to emerge, and he's the worst kind of guy to have to wait on. But the quarterbacks have disappeared, right? Derek Carr last Monday signed. Today we find out Jimmy Garoppolo has signed. We found out that Mike White has signed. We found out that even Sam Darnold has a new home. But what is the deal with Aaron Rodgers? We're waiting on it. I do want to get into conversation around the World Baseball Classic. I felt bad for Yankees relief pitcher Jonathan Loisiga. The Yankees haven't sent many guys to this World Baseball Classic, but... After Jonathan Loisega gave it up, uh, he had a quote yesterday. He said, I don't want to make any excuses. I failed, and it hurts because the whole country was waiting for me to perform and save that game. Well, it's tough, man. It's tough. But the World Baseball Classic, I feel like everybody's talking about the atmosphere. Everybody's talking about the stadiums and the, the ballparks and not so much the games. I watched a little bit of Mexico wash the United States. I think the biggest story coming out of there is what Venezuela was able to do beating DR and PR when everybody thought that the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico were the two clear favorites. Well, that's why they line it up, and uh, that's why they play. March Madness, the bracket is out. If you care to talk March Madness, it's in, it's in play. Like, we might as well, but I know that talk won't really heat up until Wednesday or Thursday. It's still Aaron Rodgers dominating the airwaves. Other than that, I mean, Trevor Bauer signed. <laughs> if you care, Trevor Bauer is going uh, overseas to play. And uh, other than that, man, I already know what it's going to be. It's Aaron. Like I'm looking at the calls right now. All the calls are lining up. Aaron Rodgers. I know I asked for him, but uh, earlier online I was talking to someone. And I said I won't let Aaron Rodgers dominate my show. I honestly thought it was going to be a done deal. I thought we were going to get boom, boom, boom the information and all of the details. But nope. Here we are. A five-hour show. You've got me till midnight. We're going to talk Aaron Rodgers, and I will fill the blanks with different stories from NCAA, March Madness, from the NHL, from the NBA, which is great right now as we're getting closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs. And, of course, the NFL is king, even in the offseason. Whoever writes these NFL scripts, they need a raise because the NFL finds ways to just dominate with no games on. Keith McPherson on the fan. We're going to break right here. And then we're going to hit the phones. If you couldn't get in on Carton and Roberts or Tiki and Tierney or the morning show, I'd love to talk to you. Once again, you got me till 12 KM to AM. We'll be right back. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And just like that, we're back on The Fan. Couple minutes into my show, this is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. I am refreshing Twitter like you are. I am trying to put this TV in here on NFL Network. We'll be on it if news breaks, but let's get right to the phones. I want to talk to the fans that call the fan and see what's on you guys' minds. Geo is in Bergen County, New Jersey. You got it, Geo. Geo. Womp, womp, womp. I should have led off with the guy that's used to leading off. Young Josh in Passaic on the fan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling. How are you? Good. And with Aaron Rodgers, obviously, if they don't make the trade, that's going to be pretty bad because all the quarterbacks are off. But I think they'll just have to give up, like, a second, third-round pick in the flyer. They'll have to give up a nice amount. I, I, I think we will have some conversations around Lamar Jackson and plan 1B, the backup plan. You don't want to have a plan B, though. It's plan A, it's plan A, and A is for Aaron Rodgers. At this point, it, it can't go the other way. I, I can't handle it for the Jets fans. I can't have that. Like I don't want to be the guy to break that news that it's not going down or there's a third team or a, a second team, a, a mystery team. Like At this point, it's a done deal. It has to happen. We've had the Carlos Correa. Like, I don't even want to go down that road. Wait, but what do you think they have to give up for Rodgers? Oh, what do I think they have to give up? Less than they'll have to give up for Lamar Jackson. Um, and and I've, I've been on record saying that at this point, they have all the leverage. If there is no other team, they they can you know pretty much set it up where it's like, hey, who are you dealing this guy to? It's only us? Well, we're not parting with that first-round pick. And uh, I think it'll be multiple draft picks, but I don't think it's going to be a one this year. Maybe a one next year, which they would hope is a lower pick. Uh, maybe second round, third round pick. I'm not exactly sure where they're going to meet for Aaron Rodgers. And even with the uh, with the Packers, obviously Aaron Rodgers top five quarterback. But the game versus the Eagles, where Jordan Love did play, he didn't look too bad. That the Packers will be very able to move on. But on the Giants, right? We're starting to fill out a little bit of those gaps. So you see him get a linebacker. Hopefully, you just need like uh, another person in the secondary. If you either Julian Love or you get somebody else, and then of course the receiver. I mean. Maybe they could try getting a Michael Thomas, but his injuries have been a lot lately. But Keith, how about those Devils? Right first place. <laughs> there we the, go. 
about to have first place, a few more games. The Rock was lit last night. I wish I could have been there. I already said it was my wife's my wife's birthday, and she's thirty five weeks pregnant, so we weren't going to that environment, which was crazy. Which I, you know, I I wish I could have been uh, with with one of the homies. But man, to watch the Devils turn up against the Carolina Hurricanes, they they sent a message to the entire hockey world. I'm so proud to be a Devils fan. Good first year to start following the team. They look like they're ready to roll. And this shows why, like, the only team I fear is uh, the Bruins. Because the Hurricanes, obviously, we just played them. The Rangers, we beat them except for that OT game. Obviously, they made a few trades. So I'd rather avoid that and play, like, either the Anders or the Penguins, preferably the Penguins, because they're just an old team. Well, let's see how these standings shake out over the next month and let the chips fall where they may. But you can't fear anybody. You got to want to see a team like the Bruins. We know they're the best. We know they don't lose. But to be the best, you got to beat the best. You're not going to necessarily be able to avoid them. Or maybe you can, depending on how things shake out. But it's a long way to go. But after the deadline, um, you know, after Jack Hughes' injury, uh, seeing this team as they are right now, looking to make this push into the Stanley Cup playoffs, I think all Devils fans are excited about this and probably haven't been this excited for a decade. And also with the Bruins, they played us twice during, like, you know, that December Losing streaks never really got to see like an actual game between Devils and the Bruins. We got like one of those big ones coming up. And now you're thinking. Now you're thinking, man. Different team back then, and uh, man, put the puck on the ice and let's see what happens. And also, with a uh, great day for the Nets. Also, I mean, look at the squad. They're going on the road. They're getting these good wins. Versus the Nuggets. Nuggets are the one seed. They didn't look too much like the one seed yesterday. Mm, look at the Nets. The never know Nets go out to Denver. They knock off Nikola Jokic, the MVP, and the number one seed in the West without any superstars. I thought the Nets were left for dead. I thought the Nets were going to bottom out. Nah, they have a head coach. They have a few players that might not be considered stars, but they're strong role players, and they're figuring out their roles. They're gelling together, and there's definitely a chemistry and a family vibe around this team. Uh, I wouldn't count them out. I think they're a scary team for any team to face in the first round. And you're just seeing game by game, they're figuring out who they are and what to do. There's multiple guys that can shoot it, uh, multiple guys playing defense, rebounding. Not the perfect team by any stretch. This isn't the team any Nets fan thought they would have at this point of the year. This is just what we have. And Jacques Vaughn and those guys are making the most out of it without the guy that's being paid the most on the team. Right, and like the roller coaster continues like right before the All Star break. Well, high on those players, and after they had a couple of stinker games, also rolled down on them, and now obviously you see it, we're back up in them. But at the end of the day, they're a big three shooting team. Sometimes the threes go down, sometimes the threes don't. But you could have a quick 21 points and seven threes in the span of like two or three minutes, is what, is what we pretty much saw versus the Nuggets. Yes, sir. The ba- basketball is a game of, of runs, and in the NBA, if you can play defense and hit threes on the other side, like, you've got guys like Joe Harris hitting threes. How about Seth Curry, like, turning it on in that game? Obviously, Mikael Bridges has emerged as a guy that can get you 25 to 35 points a night. But, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie is figuring out how to lead the way as the point guard. You got Royce O'Neal coming off the bench. He's rebounding. He's playing defense against Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic. Like, these guys are buying into whatever Jacques Vaughn is selling. And I think there's a level of pride that I wasn't sure that they had after everything got blown up. Uh, the first four games after the All-Star break, I'm like, the Nets, man, they might be cooked. You never know with these guys, though. They they seem to have found an identity, and uh, the bar is super low for them, right? I, I said this on Talking Nets podcast. I've said this on air 
all I'd like to see this Nets team do is more than KD and Kyrie did in the playoffs last year. What'd they do? They were a playing team. They got the eighth seed. They were swept, didn't win a single game. So all these guys got to do, don't be in the playing. Be a sixth or fifth seed and win one playoff game, and you've already done more than the superstars did in their last full season with the Nets. And last thing with Dinwiddie, obviously, as long as you get the win, it's good. It's like some of these shots he's taking at the end of the game or even the beginning. It's like almost like he's trying to make up for Kyrie. But as long as you get the win, it's fine. Keep that good night. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Josh. I don't, I don't think Spencer's trying to make up for Kyrie. He never really played with Kyrie. Um, even in the old you know, 2019-2020 season, I think he was hurt. So uh, he's not trying to make up for Kyrie. But what he is trying to do is lead the way for the Brooklyn Nets. He's an OG net. He was here before the superstars came in, uh, made some stops in Washington and Dallas, and now he's back with the team. He's trying to be the leader, right? He's asserting himself. He does take maybe too many shots. I will say that. But my biggest issue with Spencer Dinwiddie is all of the crying and complaining. Good grief. Stop crying after every possession, throwing your arms in the air, looking for a call. Get back on defense. Play ball. These refs are trash. We know that. It's standard in every single sport. Okay, let's try Geo in Bergen County again. Geo, you ready? Hey, how you doing, Keith? He's ready. I'm good. What's up, man? Hey, I missed you by like a split second, but first time, long time. <laughs> How's well, your day? Thanks for calling. I didn't hang up the phone. I just put you on hold. I'm good. Uh, I know we're going to be doing it. Aaron Rodgers talk for every hour of this five hours. So the people that have chosen to call about the Nets or the Devils, We'll give you the uh, airwaves first because we've been doing the Aaron Rodgers conversation all day, every day for the last 60 days. I appreciate that, man. We need more hockey on the fans. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. And now is a time where the Devils should be talked about. Yeah, Paulie's back there clapping. (laughs) Paulie didn't didn't know this future would ever happen. (laughs) He didn't know there'd be a a time where, uh, you know, my my night shows would come and and we're talking hockey, but I did. We need need this in the morning crazy yeah i don't but catch yeah, too po- many morning shows but i i know you know booms is mr hockey and i know that they probably talk rangers yeah islanders yeah i'm we need the devils we need some devils talks it's great but um my point is with the nets first off is short term looking at it right now how do you think the bridges and kd trade look for the Nets so far man kd is hurt and i don't wish injury on anyone i don't celebrate anyone's injuries but he's not available And that was the problem here in Brooklyn. He sat out his whole first season rehabbing the Achilles. The year after that, he had a hamstring. The last two years, he had a sprained MCL because he was standing around and players fell on him. So how do I think the trade is looking right now? Mikael Bridges is turning into a star. He's turning into a guy that is averaging 30 points a night. That's great. He couldn't do that with Devin Booker on the floor. He he couldn't do that. The last couple years, he started to take on more of a scorer's role role early in the season with book out. And I think the Nets obviously had an eye on him because KD's preferred destination was Phoenix when he requested a trade this summer. So I'm looking at the Suns and tonight they face the Warriors and KD and his, you know, I think I forget was it when I don't know what it was. And maybe his opening press conference or maybe it was still with the Nets. I think it was. He spoke on not being able to play at his old home, which is Golden State, and they have this new Chase Center again. He's hurt. He can't play. He wasn't able to play as a net. He wasn't able to face his old team as a son. So looking at this deal that they made, I, I said today, I don't know why people hate on Sean Marks so much. He did the best that he could. 
for an aging player that hasn't been available, whose best days are probably behind him, you get two young players in Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges who are emerging uh, as you know stars in Brooklyn, more so Mikael than CJ. And then you've got their first-round pick. You've got the Suns' first-round pick. So all things considered, it, it worked out for, for the Nets. KD is not playing right now. Now, also, I was going to ask, what's going on with Cam Thomas? Why hasn't he have been, like, he been in, you know, started, he had that 40, he had a three-game 40-odd streak, and now they kind of just sat him out. Yeah, there's a lot of Nets fans asking that same question, and what I say to those Nets fans is this. Jacques Vaughn actually said, you know, those 40-point performances were great. They're historic. He made history as the youngest player in NBA history to score 40 in three straight games, but were they all wins? They're not looking for individual stats. They're looking for wins. This team is trying to fight to stay out of the play-in. And he is 21 years old. He's in his second year. And I think the young man carries himself as if he's already done something in this league from some of the moments that he has. We know he's a bucket. We know he's a scorer. But he is a liability on defense. And also there are times where when he has the ball, he's not looking for anyone else. He's either dribbling or looking to score and I, I don't know. I think the Nets have a group of veterans, and they have roles for these guys, and he's kind of the odd man out right now. I don't care. They're winning. So if he if they're winning and he gets zero minutes, I'm fine with it. And I, I don't think he's helped himself in the postgame so much. He had the you know mistake where he said what he said, and he was fined 40000 But then he's had other postgame interviews where they ask him about his role and what he's doing, and he doesn't give too much. He doesn't seem like he's happy to be there. So, hey, young man, if you're 21 years old in your second year in the league and you're not happy to be here, there's nothing you can do about it. This team drafted you. you got to come to work. Be ready when your number's called. But there are other veteran players right now helping the Nets win, and that's all they're focused on. Yep, I feel that. And now the juicy point, let's talk about our Devils. I mean, the, the prior call is still my thunder. You know, I was going to start it off with all the Devils talk. But, man, shutting out the Canes? Bro, out of all the nights that I bet a Jack Hughes first goal score bet, yesterday was the day, and I didn't do it because I was shook of the Carolina Hurricanes. Just a little bit like, ah, you know, the Nets don't usually start fast. The Hurricanes might go up, and then the Nets will have to come back. Nets. The Devils will have to come back. No, the (laughs) Devils, you could tell the energy in there was playoff energy. You could tell that they were on a mission Man, when Jack stole that puck and scored that goal, it was over from that point. And then they follow it up, three zip against the Hurricanes, who are technically in front of them in the standings. But when you look at those 94 points, they're neck and neck. The the Devils, uh, they're a wagon. They know it. Everybody knows it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jack Hughes pulling a vintage Datsuk, just stealing pucks and uh, putting them in. Jesper, so Bratt, Dawson, Mercer. Looking- there's so many guys. Timo Meyer now. It- Nico Heischer, like there's so many guys on this team. Ryan Graves, like you could just the new keep, wave. The yeah, new wave. You could just keep going through the names of guys contributing for the Devils and why they're good, why they look like this this year, what has changed. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's pretty nuts. You know, you see the transformation from the beginning of the season when they got, you know, absolutely dumpstered by you know Detroit. I was at the home opener. I was like, man, this is going to look like last year again. But I always have hope for them. You know. Young team coming up, but uh, you know, I'm glad you're on on the on the wave now with it, and you know, hopefully, I'm gonna hang up, but hopefully, you can keep it keep it going here. So will I do. appreciate your time. Thanks for the call, Gio. Yeah, I I absolutely will. I got to figure out if I can go to 
Devils Rangers, Rangers Devils rather, in Newark on opening day. Yankees will have opening day, and then the uh, Rangers will face the Devils in Newark. If I could pull both of those games off, that'll be an epic sports day. But I'm probably going to have to be on air that night, which I'll come to work. Paulie's going to say something. Let's see. The the key <laughs> part for us is finding a way to get to the Rock if it's Devils Rangers for playoffs. That is the that is because that. Because when you experience a hockey game in person, which is awesome, which I love, a playoff game is something else. Bro, they were turning up in there last night like it was already playoffs. A Devils-Rangers playoff game? Different energy. The energy in that building is going to be off the chain. It will be You worried about your your Rangers a little bit? Yeah. Again, I'm rooting 100% for them to win, but the Devils have a really, really, really good team. I think... Listen, the Devils are super young, so I think the Rangers have more experienced guys. And in the playoffs, it's weird how sports, sometimes the experience outweighs the talent. And the Rangers have way more tal- uh, way more experience in the playoffs. But I do think the Devils probably have more talent on their team, which is crazy to say. But I just think they're probably a little bit, well, a little bit more well-balanced. Yeah. But the energy at the Rock... And the energy at the Garden for Devils-Rangers playoff games will be awesome. I feel like we need it. And I also feel like the Devils are the type of team that they talk about when you're, like, too naive to know where you are. You're too young to realize how big the moment is. Like, I feel like the Devils are just, like, playing and having fun and fired up where it's not going to be that big of a, oh, my, here we go, New Jersey Devils versus New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, the the moment's not going to be too big for these guys. Right. No, no, I think that's I, I I think that's fair to an I think that's fair to an extent to a point. I think that's fair to a point. And again, they have a listen, Lindy Ruff has coached, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred plus games, I think, in his life. So he'll have the he'll have the boys ready to rock. But once you get in there and you're Jack and you're a Jack Hughes and, you know, you're a Nico who's done it before, but a younger guy in that environment, it's tough, man. It it it's not as easy as go out and skate. The nerves kick in you know, a little bit of the bubble guts kick in. You're like, oh, man, like, this is like, just I haven't experienced this before. Like, yeah. this scene, this energy in a building. I haven't experienced this before, which you get for most Stanley Cup playoff games. But the reason we care about it is because it's two local teams going up against each other. And I'm not even bringing up the Islanders, who are playing incredible hockey right now. We're playing really, really good hockey. And you don't want to get... St- you don't want to get stuck playing the Isles and that system and that team in the playoffs. That's just a bad matchup for anyone because they'll run you down, they'll hit you, they'll grind you to no end. Do you think there's anyone listening to WFAN right now saying, they're talking about hockey and not Aaron Rodgers? Probably a few people, yes. There's probably a few. I don't know what else we can say about Aaron. The guy's going to – breaking news. The guy's going to sign here. All right? I'm a Jet fan. The guy. They should be going after Lamar Jackson. It's a disaster that they're not – Putting it's a disaster. They're not going after Lamar At Jackson. Least float some rumors that you're they, going after Lamar Jackson. Make make them think. Yes, they absolutely have to be going after Lamar Jackson. He's just a smarter play long term. That being said, when Aaron Rodgers puts on a Jets uniform, it's not like I'm not going to cheer for the guy. Like obviously, I want him to win, and he gives the Jets a better chance of winning. I just think they're allocating their future in a bad way. They should be going after Lamar Jackson. That's who they should be going after. That being said, I I would think Aaron Rodgers just wants to control his own message, and he wants to say it himself. Maybe that's tomorrow on McAfee. Who knows? But I would think that's what he wants to do because he's so crazy with controlling his own message, much like a lot of our politicians 
in this country. They just they want to control the message. They want to control the narrative. They don't want it to come from anybody else but them, but themselves. Yeah, but hasn't Aaron Rodgers taken time off from McAfee's show? I think he hasn't been on McAfee's well, show. Well, again, he was up in the mountain, and then he was like at a golf tournament. I would think that he would be up there, that, that he would... If there's a day he's yeah, going to come he back... He hasn't been on for like three weeks. If a day he's going to come back, I would think it's going to be tomorrow or whenever to announce where he is going. Okay. So now call up 877-337-6666. We'll get all your... Jets calls, Aaron Rodgers calls. Do you feel like the Jets should be putting some type of floater out there, something into the universe that at least says they're interested in Lamar Jackson? Like, at this point, there should be at least a rumor out there. It could come from ball sack sports. At least float the idea out there that you're not waiting at the altar for Aaron Rodgers. Keith McPherson on the fan. You know the number to dial. Let's take this break, and we'll be right back. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Yo, this Aaron Rodgers thing, like, I just looked at Ian Rappaport on NFL Network say nothing happened today. That's not great, because <laughs> a lot happened today. We already celebrated this today. From 3 o'clock on, I think Jets Nation felt like they got their guy, and now we have these reporters who are the most credible reporters, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter, saying, nope, nope, hasn't happened. Nothing came through my text, my calls. So what's up, man? I, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this. This is not fair. This is not okay. This is not all right for the Jets fans, for the Packers fans, for NFL fans. One man should not have this much power, but yet he does. Let's take these calls on Aaron Rodgers. Randy's in Sayreville, New Jersey. Hello, Randy. You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. I'm going to take take you to one of your favorite restaurants if I'm wrong here, which is down by your house, the big butcher block. But listen to me very carefully. There is no way possible that he's not coming. Think about what that would do to his his history of Aaron Rodgers. To do that to people, yeah. to do that to other players, there's no way he's not coming. It's just that this guy just likes to be, you know, he's it. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to be it. But there's no way that that guy could possibly not be coming. And I'm not a Jet fan. I'm a Bronco fan. But I bet my life that guy's coming. Yeah. There's no way you he know, could do that. He would tarnish his reputation forever. I think it's done. I just think these guys want to control the narrative and they want to do everything on their own time. Like Tom Brady, right? He, he retired and it didn't get announced the right way. And some other news story stole his thunder. Like I tweeted out today, hey, Aaron Rodgers, don't wait for the spotlight to die down. Like I think he doesn't want to be announced while everybody else is going everywhere else. Yeah, There's so exactly, many names exactly. being thrown out in the initial first seven hours from uh, – Free agency starting. He's like, I'm bigger than that. This is a franchise-changing situation for the Jets. I want to do this on my own terms. Maybe it happens on Pat McAfee tomorrow, or maybe it happens tonight. I'm telling you, there's no way that the guy's not coming. The real quick thing I want to bring up is the Rutgers thing, if you don't mind, real quick. Listen, my wife worked there for 25 years. We rooted for Rutgers forever. There's no way that they they could have got in, Keith, and I'll tell you why. That Minnesota loss was so bad. That, that that crushed them. I mean, up 10 with 70 seconds to go and lose that game, don't, don't think about that game for a long, long time. That that was the, the downfall of them not getting in. I really believe that. 
Yeah, and you're hearing people saying they're snubbed, but they were one of the first four out. And, yeah, from that Minnesota loss, I think, uh, you know, that, that war on them. They had a great run that last was a killer. year. They had some big moments this year. Maybe if they could have knocked off Purdue in the uh, tournament oh, they just got now, in then. then they, they would have got, got in. in. But it is it is what it is. There's a few teams left on the outside. Yep. Keith, have a good night. Randy, thanks for the call. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers, I just think he's – He's such he's such a rich and powerful figure in sports that he's not going to let his decision be lumped in with everybody else's like, oh, they announced Greg Zerline signed today. Nah, I'm not I'm not falling in line with Greg Zerline. He's bigger than that. So he's gonna take his time and do it on his own terms. Let's go to Evan and Carney next up on the fan. Hey Keith, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling up. Uh, so with the Rodgers thing, I was, I, I'm looking at it. I'm a long time Jeff fan. I'm only 26, but I have season tickets my whole life and just have been through a lot of garbage with them. So I'm looking at it as like it's a done deal. And I actually want to ask you with the trade, because I don't think the Jets are going to give up a lot. I think it's going to be like a second and a fourth and then stipulations for the future. But um, what do you think would look like with the package? Like, do you think they'd get anybody? you think like Lazard would follow suit or Bakhtiari would be part of the deal? another player potentially. I know we saw some some stuff on Twitter about other players following. I, I, I guess I got to read up more on what the package would be. I don't think anybody really knows, though. You know, I, for them to say it's a done deal, it makes me think that there wasn't a lot of back and forth negotiating. It probably was pretty much the Jets saying, hey, this is what we're willing to do, and a little bit of tweaks here and there. I don't think that they're going to rob them, though. I don't think that they're going to get – you know, two first-round picks, one this year, one next year. I'll read up more on what people were saying, but I really feel like no one actually knows what player would be in this deal and and what rounds these picks would be for this year or next year or further down the line. Right, right. That makes sense. And I wanted to touch on what you said before. Um, you took a commercial break before about uh, making a move on Lamar. I love Lamar Jackson, but I don't necessarily think he's the right fit long term with their offense and with him not being able to really stay on the field the last year. Granted, I know he's only in his mid-20s, won an MVP already. He's he's a stud. He's a bona fide stud. But with the guaranteed money he's looking for, don't you think that that might put the Jets, like, if they were to do that and somehow yeah. get him instead of Rodgers? I don't, I don't think don't they're think interested. Don't you think that would put them in a bind? I honestly don't think they're that interested. And there's just so either. many things that have to happen. Like, if they did get him, he, they'd have to give up those two first-round picks. If they did get mm-hmm. him, they'd have to offer him, like, $200 million in guaranteed money. Yeah, he wants, like, a Deshaun Watson contract. Right, that the, that the Ravens wouldn't match for that to even go exactly. down. And I really exactly. think, like, like Woody Johnson is, is certainly in the club with those owners where they're talking about not letting a guaranteed contract hit like this again, where Woody's not really. He's on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is plan A, plan A. They're not. There hasn't even been a credible rumor that the Jets might pivot to Lamar Jackson. We're all kind of just suggesting that. I, I don't think that right. they're in on him at all. Right. I just don't think it would be like, even if they did like try to make a move, I just don't know if it would necessarily be the right decision long-term because with guys like Sauce and Garrett Wilson – they're going to have to sign they're not looking for, they, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, right? So yeah, like, exactly, exactly. They're looking not to get Aaron Rodgers to go with Nathaniel Hackett in the short term, this year, maybe yeah, and next year. And I think, year. too, that they're looking at 
getting Rodgers for a two-year deal, you don't have to get rid of Wilson, your second round, your second overall pick from three years ago. You don't have to get rid of him right away. You can have to learn under Rodgers for two this years. This whole mess circles around your number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, yep. not being good enough. And they've already yep. said they're not quitting on that kid. He's a part of the equation as well as the other rookies, Sauce and Brees and Garrett Wilson. Yep. This isn't a long-term play. This is to win now while these guys are on their rookie deals. Exactly, exactly, and hopefully be able to keep them together with Wilson coming on the field in three years. There you go. So, all right, that was pretty much it. Thanks for the call, Evan. Yeah, I I mean, the Lamar-Jackson conversation, Lamar deserves his money, and, you know, he deserves more teams to be in on him, but it's just the way that the league goes, man. There's 32 NFL teams. Not half of them are looking for a quarterback, and more quarterbacks were signed today that take – you know, more teams off. I'm not sure. I think, I just think Lamar without an agent, like the powers that be are going to force him into a situation where he he's either going to have to hold out or play under that tag. And then that gives the Ravens another year. But it seems like the Jets would be a fit uh, if they did fail on Aaron Rodgers. But as of today, I feel like it's confirmed that they're not going to fail on Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to retire. He does not want to go into can with Tom Brady. And he also doesn't want to retire with his last game being a loss in Lambeau that would have sent them to the playoffs and they lose to the Lions, a division rival, who he's owned for most of his career. That, that's not how he wants to go out. I think now the way he wants to go out is stick it to the Packers, right? Maybe drag this on for another day or two. I hope not longer than that. And then go play somewhere else and show again, right? Chip on my shoulder. I've still got it. I can go play at a high level for another two years and take this team into the playoffs. And who knows, once you get into the dance, we don't we we can't call it. But I, I do think with Aaron Rodgers, the Jets are a playoff team. I'm not saying they win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they go to the Super Bowl. But I think when you have a quarterback, like Jets fans are dreaming of going from watching Zach Wilson over the last two years. Mike White, who Mike White got paid today because of Zach Wilson. Literally, Mike White should call Zach Wilson today and be like, appreciate you, bro. Thank you, bro. You got a you got a rough deal here in New York. And that turned into me getting an opportunity to play. There's not many other places in the NFL that would have had me, let alone had me start that many games. And I was able to start a handful of games, got hurt, and still was able to go get $8 million a year. Where I'm from, South Florida. This guy went to USF. This guy, get, he won today. That's the biggest That's the biggest story today. Mike White plays two years behind Zach Wilson here in New Jersey. Maybe put together three or four solid games. And that's enough for him to get $16 million and go back home with his family where he's from. I'm happy for that kid. I'll never forget that hit that he took. Who was it? Matt Milano, who tatted him up. When the Bills played the Jets, I'm like, oh, man, they got to help that guy. It was all worth it. It was all worth it. And thanks to Zach Wilson not being able to put it together, Mike White is rich, and he gets to go to Miami. He gets to go to South Florida. He gets out of Florham Park and goes to Miami. That guy won today. Tommy's in New High Park on the fan. What's up, Tommy? Well, Tommy, I I know I got to put you on hold now. I know you've been holding since the start of the show. All right. Let's go to Lou in Astoria next up on the fan. Hello, Lou. Hey, Keith. How are, how are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Keith, I'm confused with this Roger situation. If you don't want to play for the Jets, it's 
and the Green Bay obligated to pay him? Yeah, they, they don't want to take that cap hit. So that's the thing about the dates. Let me get to the dates. I believe it's June 1st where uh, <laughs> those, the, the you know, this thing is tricky. That contract, like, they're on the hook where they'll have a cap hit if this thing doesn't go that way. But it's going that way. Like, it's, if he wants to play football, this is the only team that's deep in talks with the team that owns his rights and him. There hasn't been any other mystery team. I don't that, think this is something saying, that's going to drag I mean, out till June 1st. That'd be ridiculous. I mean, that's what I'm saying. People thinking that, oh, if he retires, he loses $60 million. No, he's not. You can always uh, tell uh, Green Bay, I'm not going anywhere. You got to pay me. Yeah, I don't know if it right? works like exactly like that. Because, like, what is that? It's guaranteed. His money was guaranteed. When, when, well, I don't know about Green Bay, but anyway, this guy is unbelievable. He controlled that organization for years, he was the GM. He was the owner. He was everything in that team. But at least he was, at that time, he was the MVP. He was the Hall of Famer. He's no longer that. To come to the Jets and do the same thing to us and this Jets organization to hold that back, the way this guy is so sensitive and he thinks that, uh, that, that you know, that he owns the world, the media is going to, my God, they, I mean, the media is going to kill this guy and he's not even going to be able to perform. And he's coming to a team that I don't know and you know it, that it's not really <laughs> the Chicago Bears that won the, the the Super Bowl, you know. This defense that everybody talks about it, like, like again, we, I'm known everybody's been saying this. The second half of the season, I don't remember them even getting a turnover. They were my sack, and, and how did the Super Bowl was won by the turnover against against the, the, the Eagles? Otherwise, they would have won that game. So, I mean, it's incredible. Anyway. I, 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 with the Yankees right now, I'm really pissed off because I know the kid is 20 years old, okay? But I know, you know the Dominican Republic, how it works. He, this guy has been playing good ball since he, those diapers were taken off, okay? He is mature. He's a mature 20-year-old. I mean, Tim Williams started his career as a 20-year-old. I don't understand. I don't get it. I think that the opportunity is there. The kid is ready. I don't care if he played the, uh, Class A last year. He... They try not even let him hit that many because they know that we, the fans, are going to go crazy when the Yankees start putting all these big dudes striking out. When I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's, it's going to be sick. That service time, it's got to stop. The union got to get involved with that. <clears throat> Brother, it's nice talking to you again. It's been a long time. You take care. Thanks for the call, Lou. Back to the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I just looked up a couple of things. So let's see. Um, it's about the guaranteed money. With the $58.3 million option bonus being fully guaranteed the Packers cannot realistically release Rodgers if they did it would cost them 99.779 million in dead money as a pre-June 1st release if he were designated a post-June 1st release Rodgers would count for 79.229 million against the cap in 2003 and 24.48 million in 2024 it's not going to get there we got a break we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.